Great day, everyone. This is Scott Ross, and I'm so fired up to have you back on the Scott Ross Show. And I am especially excited for you to hear from the guest that I have today. His name is John Lee Dumas, and he's the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire, which is an award-winning podcast he founded eight years ago. And he went from nothing to now 2,600 episodes in which he has interviewed absolutely the who's who of the business world. And so, you know, his podcast makes more than a million dollars in annual revenue. He's got some businesses that have sprouted out of that podcast that are making millions of dollars as well. And so as an entrepreneur, he has a lot to share, but he also has the insights of having interviewed more than 2,600 other entrepreneurs. Like I said, the who's who of business. He was an active duty army officer for four years. He tried law school, he tried real estate, and he kind of stumbled upon podcasting. And initially it was yeoman's work. It was absolutely pouring it all in, giving everything he had with almost no return. And so he's got an amazing amount of insight into what it takes to keep going, keep the fire burning and head towards your dreams. So I just can't wait for you to hear from him. You're gonna absolutely love him. Now I have to tell you, We had to do this interview in two parts. The COVID-19 thing created some technical problems where our interview originally got interrupted. And so um, you're going to hear that. Uh, Just ignore that and just focus on the content because you're absolutely going to love it. So without further ado, here's John Lee Dumas. John Lee Dumas, man, thank you for jumping on the Scott Ross Show. I am fired up to have you, sir. I'm a big fan of your show. Been listening to it for a long time. Uh, Just really, really honored to have you. Thanks for coming on. Well, brother, I am fired up to be here. I love the purple theme behind you. I wish you had told me I would have worn my purple earrings. All right. Nice. Well, let's dive right in, John Lee, because, um, you know, one thing that I've always wanted to ask you, you have talked to more entrepreneurs than any human I know. And clearly there's got to be some takeaways from that. I mean, what is it that makes a great entrepreneur? What have you derived from all those interviews? Three things. Successful entrepreneurs are productive they are disciplined, and they are focused. By productive, I don't just mean that they produce any kind of content. Like a lot of people are busy, they're productive, but they're productive doing the wrong things. So they're going a million miles an hour in the wrong direction, which means they're going to be a million miles in the wrong direction, where successful entrepreneurs produce the right content, which is solutions to their audience's biggest struggles. And then they're disciplined. Every single morning they wake up and they have a plan of action that they are a disciple to. And then focused, my favorite word, focus, follow one course until success. They're not doing 10 different things. They're the best at one laser focused area. They're not going one mile wide and one inch deep. They're going one inch wide and a mile deep, becoming best in show. Love it. Now, Something that, you know, you talk about a lot is mentorship and, you know, just talk about, you know, what you've found in terms of the importance of mentorship and how do you find the mentors for your life? The key thing when it comes to finding mentors is the following phrase. Your perfect mentor is somebody who is currently where you want to be. And now that sounds simple and obvious, but sadly, so few people actually follow that phrase and follow that structure. And they're like, well, if I could only have like Richard Branson be my mentor or Mark Cuban, but like 
if you want to like run an airline or open a record store, maybe those guys would be good mentors for you. But who is somebody who is right now where you want to be in life? And for me back in 2012, when I was looking for my mentor, I was looking for a successful business podcast host. So I found a successful business podcast host. I hired her. She was about one year ahead of me. And guess what? She was able to guide me through the process because she had currently been down the path that I was about to embark upon. Yeah, I mean, I, I see that a lot. I mean, people want to like, they're like, well, you know, like you said, if, if Mark Cuban can't be my mentor, well, I'm hosed. You know, if John Lee Dumas can't be my personal mentor. And I'm just curious because I'm sure you get asked this a lot. I get asked all the time and, and I'm, I always love to hear people's answer. People ask me, Scott, will you be my mentor? What do you tell people when people reach out to you that are just like you said, they're so far back down the path, there's a hundred other people that would be better mentors for them? Well, I am very honest and I say I no longer mentor anybody one-on-one. -on -one. However, I do have a list of individuals who I've personally mentored in the past who are great coaches and I'd love to make an introduction for you. And you can have a free 15 minutes, no you know, questions asked, no strings attached conversation with these individuals and, you know, be off to the races, if that makes sense for you. And so I do feel like no matter what stage you are in your life and business, making the ask is always a great thing to do because even if that person ends up not being the right fit for reasons that, you know, could be plentiful, there's a very strong potentiality that they could guide you or make a warm introduction in the right area. So fortune favors the bold, make the ask, drive forward. Now, something that I know you talk about a lot is finding your calling and obviously being passionate about what you do. You kind of stumbled upon podcasting, I guess. I mean, you were on, uh, you know, you were on a long commute all the time. So you were listening to podcasting and, you know, you kind of discovered that it was a thing and that changed your life. I mean, what do you recommend for people who they know they're frustrated where they are? They're in a nine to five. They feel stuck, but they don't really feel like there's this obvious blinking light of that's my calling. Listen, I stumbled upon podcasting. Absolutely. You know, I was just desperately looking for content. I was looking for inspiration. I was looking for motivation. I was looking for structure. I was looking for a lot of things. And my advice specifically to your question for those individuals is, listen, life is a buffet. It is a buffet of a splendor of different dishes and appetizers and main courses and desserts. And you need to be trying everything because until you go all in and actually taste something and actually put it in your mouth and actually experience what that is, you're not going to know if you like it, love it, hate it, or disgusted by it. So you need to be looking at life as these opportunities for you to test and try things. Go for it. You know, take action. Fortune favors the bold. Dive in. See how it tastes. See how it feels. And if it's not for you, spit it out. Move on to the next thing. I mean, that is what I was doing. I was trying and testing all these different things. And for me, when I just, you know, tasted and tested podcasting, it was like love at first sight. I was like, wow, this is the one. This is where the magic happens for me. I resonated with it. I got the platform. I fell in love with it and I went all in. And that will happen for you, for those individuals watching and listening, if you give enough opportunities, time to bloom, time to test, time to drive, time to grow. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you would agree with this, but you know, I hear this thing of like, do what you love and the money will come. And I, I really don't think that's true. I mean, like you said earlier, 
you really want to find a problem that you can solve for people and focus on solving that problem. And when you're adding enough value, obviously you're going to get it back. And I think that if you're, if you're trying that buffet table, you really should be looking for what is the problem you can solve that really resonates with you. I mean, you're delivering huge value to so many people, entrepreneurs generally through the content of your podcast, and then the content that you sell to people like me that might want to be a podcaster. So you're just solving problems for lots of people. But would you agree with this idea that you really want to look for a problem where you can solve it and add value and that sparks you? So my answer to that is yes and no, because I honestly believe you're going to find something that's going to work to the level that you definitely want it to work. It's going to be a combination a combination of multiple things. On one side, so let's just go on the left-hand side here, there's gotta be passion, there's gonna be curiosity, there's gonna be excitement that you have in this area. And sometimes people just go on that, and, when, and the problem with that is what you shared, they might not be solving a problem, they might not be actually creating a solution. And so I don't care what your passion and, and excitement and curiosity is if it's not directly benefiting my life, that's just a hobby. So you gotta go on the right-hand side as well and say, what are skills that I have? What's value that I can give to the world? What's knowledge that I can produce? What are problems that I can solve? And you have that knowledge as well. And then you have these two columns now, curiosity, excitement, passion, knowledge, skills, value. And then I like to say, you need to try to combine those things and find where they co-mingle into what I call a zone of fire that's where you're really going to be able to go forward. Because listen, if you just go on that right side, you know, that left side, like we said, just the left side is a hobby. Just the right side, yeah, guess what? You might make a success of yourself initially, but what's going to happen? If it's just value and knowledge and skills you're giving to the world, but there's no passion and curiosity, then even though it's a success, you might just be creating another job for yourself. It's like the job that you tried to leave, you know, from corporate America or from your cubicle because your excitement will fade after a couple months, after a couple years. Why am I still podcasting eight years later, 2,600 episodes later? Because I was able to find something I was passionate about and curious about and excited by having amazing conversations with inspiring and motivational entrepreneurs and combine it with value that I could give to the world, solutions that I was providing. Like that's what the podcast Entrepreneurs on Fire was and is to this day. So how can you, the listener, the viewer, combine those two things and find what your zone of fire is and then go all in? So not only are you solving problems, which you mentioned, which is key, but you're also enjoying doing it. Yeah, for sure. We're absolutely on the same page. Um, what's been your biggest failure and what's maybe the lesson you've taken away from that? I've had a lot of big failures, many big failures. And by the way, many big failures yet to come. You just wait, like they're coming, like it's happening. Like that's the world that we live in. And I accept that and I embrace that. But you know, my biggest failure, and it's so clear now that I know, you know, seven years later, why it was a failure. But at the time I was a naive, inexperienced entrepreneur. Now I'm like, what an idiot you were. But back then I was like, I know what my audience wants. They want X and Y and Z. And so I spent time and money and effort building that X, Y, and Z. And then I said, here you go. And they're like, um, we don't want or need that. And so it was a flop and it failed. It was my first quote unquote launch. And it did nothing because it was wrong and bad and didn't solve a problem. So I kind of went back to the drawing board and finally did the right thing, which was ask my audience, what are you struggling with? And I created a solution for that struggle. 
And that ended up being the biggest and best thing I ever did, which is Podcasters Paradise, which has brought in 6,000 members, $5 million in revenue and growing every single day, six and a half years later. So, you know, my biggest failure led to my biggest success, which is why I'm excited that I have massive failures in my future because those failures are going to lead to even more success. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you and I have something in common. We were both in the army. I mean, I think that idea of getting, you, you know, knocked on your butt and uh, getting back up again is just something that's ingrained in that culture. I mean, what, what, what were some of your big takeaways from being in the army that's helped you now as an entrepreneur? The biggest thing by a long shot was being a second lieutenant, you know, being handed a tank platoon, 16 men and four tanks, getting to the base and then saying, that's a tank, go figure it out. We call it on the job training. And I was like, okay. And guess what? I figured it out by asking questions. You know, even though I was the officer, the platoon leader, like my 37 year old platoon sergeant, who by the way, seemed so old at the time. <laughs> now I'm three years older than he was back then when I was 22 and a, you know, a butter bar lieutenant. Um, he, what did he do? He told me like what I needed to learn and what I needed to focus on. And I was able to be humble enough to say, you know, even though like I'm the officer here and you need to be saluting me and calling me, sir, like I need to learn from you because you're the person with experience, with knowledge. You've been there, you've done that. So please, I'm coming to you with my hat in hand. Like my beret is in my hand, like help me out. And that's, you know, allowed me to kind of take that knowledge and those skills from the military and apply it to entrepreneurship and go all in. I want to take a moment and thank our sponsor, Bluehost. If you want to do anything entrepreneurial, you need a website, and the best place to host your website is Bluehost. Bluehost supports more than 2 million websites worldwide. Their bandwidth is unmetered, so you never have to worry about performance. And the biggest reason to go with Bluehost is their support. I use them because they have 24-7 support based in the United States, and they are amazing at solving any issue you will encounter. Bluehost has anytime money-back guarantee that allows customers to cancel whenever they want without penalty. Right now, Bluehost is offering my listeners free domain name for one year. That's worth at least 10 bucks. Free SSL certificate. That's worth at least 65 bucks. And one click WordPress installation for just $3.95 a month. That is less than a dollar a week to get yourself or your business on the web. Go to scottrossonline.com slash bluehost to take advantage of this offer. That's scottrossonline.com slash bluehost. Get online and take yourself to the next level. Talk to me a little bit about perseverance, because another thing that really inspired me about your story was just how much you were like the rise and grind living by example guy. I mean, you put out episode after episode after episode. And, you know, I don't know how long it was before you really started finding some financial success. But I've, I've heard you mention that before. You know, what what pushed you to doggedly pursue that goal? And what was it that kept you on the path versus getting discouraged and feeling like this is a waste of my time? I mean, listen, we all get discouraged. We all start to feel like things are a waste of time in certain areas and certain situations. It's just being a human being. It's just the facts of life. But again, because I was able to have one North Star, one true focus, I was able to keep my path going because I really understood the process that I was moving towards. Lifestyle freedom, 
location freedom, financial freedom. Like those were my mantras. That's what I was creating. And, you know, that's the reality of the focus that I wanted to keep on moving forward towards. I've always had a mentor. I've always been part of a mastermind. Those are situations that keep you on track, that hold you accountable, that make sure that you're actually doing the things that you know you want to be doing. But for whatever reason, as human beings, sometimes we slide off track. Sometimes we need a little uh, person to hold a mirror up in front of us and be like, is this the person you want to be? Is this the content you want to be producing? Is this the direction you want to be moving in? Those are answers you have to be asking yourself on a very consistent basis. How do you trust yourself and your gut? I mean, a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, get the, when are you going to get a real job kind of thing from the people who know and love them? In fact, a lot of them might feel like they're taking a big risk to not do the traditional nine to five thing. Um, you know, what, what is it that's in you that's allowed you to continue to trust that North star you talked about and what advice can you give people to do the same? Well, what's the alternative? Like, I'm going to listen to somebody who says, why don't you get a job like me? And I'm like, well, you are miserable. You hate your job and you basically make no money. Why would I want to be you? Like, it makes absolutely no sense. And that might sound a little harsh, but it's true. And like, do you want to live in a world of truth and reality? Or do you want to keep lying to yourself and let others lie to you? I mean, that's the thing is like, I hate to say it, but like your parents should not be giving you business advice. And I'm not talking about your parents, Scott. I'm talking about parents in general, because guess what? They don't run a business. So guess what? They should not be giving you business advice. Or if they run a business, guess what? They're not making any money in their business. So don't take business advice. Don't take any advice from people who aren't living your dream life. That's why you have the mentor. That mentor is the person who is currently where you want to be. That's why you are in a mastermind because you're surrounding yourself with people who inspire you, who motivate you, who have that same can-do attitude because you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Yeah, I, I always say if you're going to adopt someone's opinion, you better be prepared to adopt their lifestyle because uh, you're, you're going to get the res- I mean, thoughts are things. We're a result of our thinking. So if you adopt their thinking, of course, that's going to get you that outcome. Now, I'm also curious about is you, you do ha- mention freedom, but you do a podcast uh, virtually every day. I mean, how have you been able to create the balance and get the freedom you want while still producing as much content as you do? Well, number one, freedom is doing what I want to do. And I want to do interviews like this. I want to be interviewing Seth Godin and Tim Ferriss and Gary Vaynerchuk and Tony Robbins and Barbara Corcoran. Like I want to be doing those things. So to me, that is freedom. That's me waking up in the morning, looking at my calendar and saying, oh, the things on my calendar, those are things that I want to do. Those are things that I put on my calendar. Those are things that I'm excited about, that I'm curious about, that I'm fired up about. You know, unlike my last life, where I walked into work every day and was like, oh my God, I'm just dreading having to do what my boss is making me do, which is how 99% of people live. That's just the reality. So that is my version of freedom. But also above and beyond that, man, I just learned how to batch like a baller. I'm doing 20 interviews on other shows today. And people are like, oh my God, how do you do it? Because guess what? I woke up this morning and I'm going to go to bed tonight. And I know that whatever I have scheduled in between of those times is going to get done. And at whatever I don't have scheduled is not going to get done. So for all the people that schedule very little to nothing on their calendars, they get nothing done. For somebody like me who has 20 interviews scheduled today, I'm going to get 20 interviews done. And do I do this every single day? Absolutely not. I would get burned out. I'm a human being. I'm not a robot or AI, but one day a month, like Tom Brady winning his sixth Super Bowl with the New England Patriots. He's such a superstar. 
this is my Super Bowl. One day per month, I can get up and I can crush it and I can make it happen. So you've got to learn how to batch things, batch your emails, batch your social media, batch your interviews, batch your podcast, batch, batch everything that you do. Love it. Now, as you're interviewing entrepreneurs, and I know you're still doing it, you just said that we're, we're number 19 today. Um, with this environment we're in now, and people are talking about a new normal, I have a two-part question. Do you feel like we're going to have a new normal, or do you think things are going to go back to more of what they were before this coronavirus started? I mean, I don't pretend to be Nostradamus. I really don't know what the future holds. I think there's a ton of uncertainty. I think we could definitely be seeing a, a, a flare back up of COVID-19 at some point later in 2020, sometime in 2021. Who knows? Is this thing going to mutate? Is it going to come back up? I think the reality is we're living in a different world. Things are never going to quite be the same. We're never going to be in a group of people when somebody coughs, and we're never going to quite be the same. Like, we're not going to freak out for the most part, likely, but it's never going to be the same. It's literally never going to be the same. And that's, you know, sad in some ways, but it's reality in all the other ways. And so you just need to adopt a new reality. And for me, I know that I want a business that I can do this right here, that I can be at my home in Puerto Rico. You can be at your home and we're going to be doing a very high quality, high valuable interview for people. And we're going to get the messages out. And I love the fact that I built a business that can continue to thrive in these times. And that's something I would encourage people is, is your business going to be able to thrive if and when another massive pandemic, you know, strikes. Yeah, I, I joke, you know, I have seasonal allergies and this hits right at the time when if you have seasonal allergies, they show up and I joke, you know, this is the worst possible time because, you know, if I even sneeze, everybody's flipping out like, you know, do they have coronavirus? <laughs> so that leads me to my follow up question, which is, you know, both you as an entrepreneur who's very successful and your interviews you're having. I mean, what are you sensing as the new opportunities that exist out there based on the new normal? You've got to be willing to find something that you're passionate about, that you're excited about, that you also can bring value and knowledge to the world in that has a void that you can fill. Like you can't just be a weak imitation of me or of somebody else that you look up to and admire. You can't be this, this weak imitation of people that are doing things that are working, that are successful. You need to become this unbelievable individual of yourself where you're actually going to find something that you wish existed in this world that you want to create and then you go and create that so you're going to be willing to really niche down like everybody wants to have this broad vague topic on whatever it might be because it's just easy and they think everybody could potentially be their customers or clients or fans or followers but none of it's true you've got to serve one group of people who have one specific problem and you've got to deliver the best solution. If you do that, you will win on a certain level. Love it. Yeah. You get rich in a niche, right? So, uh, one question I ask everybody who comes on the podcast, if you could only recommend a single book, what would it be? The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. Love it. Terrific book. What's the book that came out that's very similar to um, The Compound Effects by Darren Hardy? Yes. There you go. Darren Hardy's Compound Effect. That's exactly right. Why do you love the book, uh, Slight Edge? Because it's all about doing the small things right every single day that turn into massive results. And that's why people lose because they think they're not making progress by doing the small things right every single day. 
Well, John Lee, it's been an honor to have you on the podcast. I'm so grateful for you. Thanks so much. And uh, I'll continue to follow you. Uh, We'll post your information in the show notes, everybody. But thank you so much. Take care, brother. Man, what a packed 25-ish minutes there. I know that you got a lot out of it. And just some things that really stood out to me were, you know, his qualities of a great entrepreneur, just that idea of focus and obviously being passionate about what you do. Um, his, His answers on mentorship were huge. The ability to, you know, find someone who's only a little bit ahead of you. I mean, this is one of the biggest mistakes I think people make is that they convince themselves they can't be successful because they don't have the ultimate mentor in their mind. You know, they don't have, um, you know, a John Maxwell. They don't have a Jeff Bezos. They don't have somebody like an Elon Musk to, to mentor them. So they're like, well, I'm out. John Lee did two things. If you heard in that interview, number one, he picked someone who was only a year ahead of him, right? He's picking somebody who's where he wants to be. And second thing he did is he paid the person. I mean, he was willing to invest to shorten his learning curve. And that's really what it's about. You know, I've said this many, many times that your mentor could come through a book. Your mentor could come through a podcast like this. I mean, I could technically be your mentor if you're listening to enough Scott Ross shows. I mean, somebody like John Lee with Entrepreneurs on Fire, that can be your mentor because you're finding people who are where you want to be. They don't need to be somebody that necessarily meets with you face to face. But I just thought that was absolutely critical his talk about being humble and you know being willing to be teachable when he was in the military and I think that's a lesson that can be applied to absolutely every walk of life so I know that you enjoyed this episode listen again and again uh, share it with your friends and guys we're going to keep the content coming I can't wait to pour more value into your life and help you achieve your dreams until next time thanks for listening bye